Hello and welcome to the Teach On Teach Wrong podcast. Happy 2019. This is the very first episode of 2019. I'm glad you're here. I hope you've had a wonderful season, whether you celebrated Christmas or not. I hope that you have a really fantastic start to a fresh new year. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, in a nutshell, what we do here is we talk about self-improvement and personal development through a teacher's lens because we know we need special skills to be teachers and this is kind of just focusing on that and helping you be your very best. So today's episode, we're going to get straight into it. Now, I hope you've managed to set yourself some powerful goals If you haven't, go back and listen to the previous episode, 114. It's never too late to start. You know, goals do not have to be set on the 1st of January. You know, it's just, it happens to be a fresh start date-wise. But other than that, every day is a fresh start. In fact, every moment is a fresh start. If you just decide that today is going to be the day or right now is going to be the time that you want to make a difference and make a change, do it right now. Now can be your fresh start. It doesn't have to be a specific date. So whatever your goals are and whatever you want out of life, I'm willing to bet we all have one thing in common and it's not to be healthier or fitter or better teachers and all that. No, I bet it's we want to be happy. After all, isn't that what all of us want? Happiness. It's weird then that it's not really talked about as it is. You know, most of our goals are simply a means to be happy, if you think about it, right? Yes, think about it. Every goal you've got is because you believe it'll bring you happiness. And I recently created a goal-setting journal for my students to use when we go back. And I added this very statement to the PowerPoint discussion to help my students see for themselves that actually all their goals are just a means to happiness in your mind, right? And it's really a powerful realization once it sinks in. And if you're interested in this resource for your own students, you can find it. No problem. I've got it for you at teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 115. I've got the links to everything that you can find there or you can find it on my TPT store as well. But this is a really powerful thing, knowing that actually everything just comes down to happiness because it means we actually have a lot more control than we give ourselves credit for. We can make ourselves happy. And we don't need all the fancy things because actually there's no guarantee that these things are going to bring us happiness anyway, right? How many times have you got what you really wanted? You're happy for a moment and then wears off, right? It's not long-term happiness. So in this episode, you're going to learn five things that you can do to take control of your own happiness right now. Okay, and you can be happy whenever you choose. It really is that simple. I know it doesn't feel like it and I go through that too. You're just like, no, how could it be? But it can. There are ways that you can take control of the situation. And really, the secret lies in your physiological state. What does that mean? Well, it's all about your body and the state that your body's in. I'm not talking about health and fitness. I'm talking how you feel, your body language. And, you know, bad physiology enforces negative feelings. If you feel bad on the inside, body-wise, you are going to feel bad emotionally. But fortunately, that means the opposite is also true and good physiology can lead to positive emotions too. Now, if you're a long-time listener, you might recall episode 65, which is one of my personal favorites, and it's called Your Body Leads Your Emotions. 
And in this episode, I go into some detail on how your physical state can change how you feel emotionally. And in that episode, I did a little experiment to help demonstrate this point. So let's quickly do it again now, just in case you haven't heard that episode yet, or it's been a while. I'm going to give you some instructions to change your physiological state right now. And I want you to clearly observe how each state makes you feel emotionally. Okay, so step one, you can do this wherever you are, even if you're driving, it doesn't involve too much. So step one, hang your head low. Um, please do still look at the road if you're driving though. <laughs> um, so hang your head low, curl your lips downwards, bring your eyebrows up in the center, hunch your shoulders. How do you feel? Go figure, you feel sad and sorry for yourself, no doubt, right? Yes, okay. Now, shake it off, shake, 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 and let's try something else. This time I want you to lift your head high, neck tall, shoulders back, and beam your biggest smile from ear to ear. Now tell me what's up. Yeah, of course you feel amazing. That is the power of physiology. See, in an instant, you were able to make your mood better simply by changing your physiological state. In an instant, changing your body changed your emotions. It's that simple. It really is. So now you see my point. Let's dive into today's episode and share five ways that you can make yourself happy, even if you are having a rubbish day at school and your patience is being tried in every which way. You do have more control than you might so idea one is called the power pose, as I mentioned to you in episode 65. And this one's great if you're ever feeling a bit anxious or, you know, your class is running riot and you feel like you're losing control. We've all been there. What you can do is just stand up tall, put your fists on your hips, legs hip width apart, head high, chin up, neck tall, shoulders back and look over your room or your domain with feelings of power and control. Not only will you feel more in control or on the top of things, but your body language will speak volumes to your students as well, let me tell you. And it's even better if you can team this pose up with a good old teacher glare too, you know the one, right? And immediately you feel more in control. Even if there's chaos happening around you, just look around, you're just like, and the kids sense it. It's amazing. Try it. Next time that you're just having one of those moments, give it the power pose a go and see how you feel. Okay, idea number two is to dance. You know, there is something magical that happens when your favourite song comes on, the music takes over your body and mind, and everything just changes. I've adopted a new morning routine recently, and in this routine I've got, one of the first things I do when I get up is put on a song that is guaranteed to pump me up and get my groove on. I tell you something, my whole state drastically changes in an instant, from tired, miserable, having been forcefully awoken from my restful slumber, to hyped, happy, pumped, and ready to take on the world. All within three minutes. In fact, it doesn't even take that long. I five, 10 seconds and I'm already in the groove, but the song's lasting three to four minutes and I feel incredible. That's the power of your physiology. And also you can play music in your classroom as well as that helps lift the mood of all your students so everyone's in a happy, vibey mood. And similarly, you can do the opposite if you find your class again a little bit too excited and happy. Put on something really calm and relaxing. 
soothe them <laughs> with music. It's a very, very powerful tool that I don't think we use enough. So idea one, the power pose. Idea two, just dance. And idea three is breathing deeply. And this one is great if you're ever in a really bad mood or feeling really stressed out. The power of standing, sitting, doesn't really matter. And taking deep breaths will invigorate your whole body and calm your mind very quickly. The trick is to focus on thinking about nothing but your breathing during this time. So count in for five, hold your breath for a couple of seconds, and then count out for seven. And do this a few times, focusing on nothing but your counting and your breathing, and I know that you'll calm right down. And you'll put yourself in a better state to deal with the problems that are causing you stress. Okay, so you have to change your state in order to deal with the difficult situations that you're dealing with. All right, idea four. This is a gem that came from episode 59, titled How to Control Your Day, another one of my faves. In this episode, one of the things that you learnt was how to use pleasure and pain to control your actions. And if you didn't know, your brain basically will do everything in its power to avoid pain. It's not really driven much by seeking pleasure, it's kind of a survival mechanism that obviously we're built with, avoid pain, avoid pain, avoid pain, avoid pain, right? Which is kind of a good thing, you know, it's a survival thing. But it can mean that we might not take the actions that we necessarily want or that we know are good for us in the long term because we fear short-term pain, right? So you can use this knowledge to make yourself happy by associating pain with bad habits that you want to avoid. Go back and listen to episode 59 for more information about this as I go into a lot more detail. But something to be thinking about is what habit do you want to kick? So personally, one of mine that I'm always trying to focus on is I don't want to fall into negative conversations, especially at work. Unfortunately, sometimes the people you're surrounded with are negative, especially in school. We, you know, teachers are under a lot of stress. Sometimes, you know, everyone just wants to vent and I get that, but it can be very easy to spiral downwards, leaving you feeling down when you're listening to how everyone else is miserable and you're like, yeah, me too. And then once you're down there, it's very hard to get up again. So we have to be careful of this because where focus goes, energy flows. And that moaning is not a good thing to be putting your energy into. So you have to use experiences like this to associate pain with any kind of negative gossip or conversations and just politely withdraw change the subjects or try and find the silver lining to whatever they're saying as soon as you feel that it's going that way. Then I try and reverse everything that's just happened and fill my head with positive messages that are going to power and uplift me. And that's why I spend so much time plugged in listening to positive messages, podcasts, reading empowering books, or watching uplifting videos. Because if all you consume is negative, 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 you're going to end up feeling that way too by default. All right, so if you want to be happy, you've got to take some control back. And as I said, go listen to episode 59 to learn a bit more about that topic. And idea five, the last one for today, is to smile. What, sound too simple? Well, it is. But isn't that a good thing? Go on, smile. I mean, a big smile with squinty eyes and smushed up cheeks. Now tell me how you feel. It's amazing what a difference it makes to your mood, right? And I think it's a good thing that it's that easy. I mean, why do we always look for things that are long and complicated or expensive to solve? Like, just smile. 
Honestly, your physiological state of just smiling will lift your mood. Your body controls your emotions. It really does. Now, for some people, smiling might need to be something that you force yourself to do more often. It might not be a natural thing that you do. Okay, some people just have very serious faces. That's fine. But you can adopt this by practicing. Smile at every opportunity. Every time you, you know, just think, oh, I should be smiling. Just freaking smile. It's fine. Everyone loves smiles. (laughs) And it will change your mood. Now, okay, you don't want to come across as a creepy clown, though. So no need to pull out the big grin at every opportunity. But perhaps just a a relaxed smile to yourself, you know, kind of thing. Or smile when you're listening to someone or when you're working. Or make an effort to smile when you're talking as that will make a huge difference too. I don't know if you can hear the smile in my voice, but I am always smiling when I'm doing this podcast. I can feel it because my cheeks hurt and it's great. And that's kind of what gives me my energy and lifts my mood It makes me enjoy doing this. Same when I'm teaching. It's always smiley energy, pump, 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 because I want my students to feed off that as well. And I want to be happy when I'm doing that, right? So be known as the smiley one who always looks happy because your body leads your emotions after all. It really does. So those are the five ways that you can make yourself happy right now. You do not need to wait an entire year to see whether you've met your goal of happiness. You can just do it now. So very quickly, we'll run through them again to remind you. Idea one, the pal pose, getting into position of power and feel more confident. Idea two, dance, 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 dance. You don't have to dance in front of people. You know, my crazy morning routine dance, I kind of just jam to my headphones by myself for a few minutes and it's the best. Yeah, you don't have to be in front of people if you get embarrassed, but please try and dance, you know. Gotta, there's got to be a song that you love, you just want to groove to. It will really lift your mood. Idea three, breathing deeply, especially to calm down if you're stressed. It will put you in a much better state to deal with your problems. Idea four is associate pain with bad habits that you want to avoid. Okay, and that is a psychology trick. You have to try and basically play with your mind a bit and say, no, I don't want to do this. It's bad. It's causing me pain because, all right? Um, again, listen to episode 59 to learn more about that one. And then idea five is smile. It's that easy. Just smile. Even if you don't feel like you're happy, you actually have to change your body before your mood changes. Okay, so when people say smile and you're like, I'm not in the mood to smile, actually it will help even though it's the most annoying thing people just tell you to smile when you're angry but it does work so just smile and you'll feel better all right so that's it for today i wish you a really fantastic start to 2019 if you're going back already good luck go for it take it easy don't go in too hard look after yourself as well and if you have any questions about anything or requests for a future episode, drop me an email at katieatteachersresourceforce.com and I'll also include all the links mentioned in this episode, including things like the goal-setting journal for students, links to episode 59 and 65, as well as how you might want to get on the mailing list where I email you extra messages of love via email once a week. So if you want any of those links, they're all in one place. Go to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 115 and that is it so have a wonderful start to the year i will be back with you next week for more personal development goodness have a wonderful week and i'll speak to you next time bye